Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Smoking Syndicate. I'm your host, Ben Lee, here in the Tatawai Studios in beautiful Black Mountain, North Carolina. And today we're going to be t taking a look at a new cigar from Dapper Cigars, the La Madrina Shade. So how did it do? Stay tuned and find out. According to Dapper, the La Madrina has become their top-selling cigar both in the United States and internationally. And they wanted to take that same type of blend and do something a little bit lighter. So they decided to put a, a Connecticut Shade wrapper on it, which they tweaked the blend a little bit as well, to make it a, kind of a lighter version of the La Madrina. And that's what we have here today. This is basically the same blend as the La Madrina with a few tweaks to it and it has this beautiful golden colored Connecticut wrapper now what I do like I actually I really love this about Dapper Cigars is their website their website tells you everything in, in really good detail much better than any other cigar company that I know about that cigar and that blend so, looking at the cigar um, on their website, they say the strength is meeting the full. The wrapper is Ecuadorian Connecticut Desflorado, uh, undisclosed binder. Uh, the fillers are Nicaragua from Esteli, Guadalupe from Oliva Tobacco Company, um, Nicaraguan Jalapa, Confrida Rieno. Uh, from Oliva as well. Dominican Republic, Habano 92, um, undisclosed for the rest of the information, and also um, a U.S. tobacco that they have as undisclosed as well for what it is and where it comes from and everything. So, kind of interesting. They don't use undisclosed in there a lot. When you look at some of the other cigars, they actually tell you all the different levels of where that tobacco came from. It's really, really cool. I mean, to tell you the country, the region, the varietal, and where the tobacco came from, like for what company grew it. It's really cool. I really love that about there. Um, list all the Vitolas as well, plus the pack packaging that these cigars come in. Now, what we're doing today, we're looking at the Robusto, which is a 5x50, and MSRP is $11.06. So, let me go ahead and cut this, and let's check the draw on this one. actually has a really good draw it's that milkshake draw maybe just a hint a little bit more tighter but it's really really good when I, on the pre-light draw and cold draw I get cedar some leather and a little bit of earthiness I'm gonna go ahead and light this up and I'll be back to give you my impressions of the cigar See you in a second. Everybody, I'm back. I'm into the cigar a little bit. Now, what I got on the first third of the cigar was um, a lot of cedar, uh, a, just a hint of lemon, and a, a nice nutty note as well. 
uh, at the beginning of the cigar, it's just kind of a general nuttiness about it. I couldn't really pinpoint a specific type of flavor for uh, you know that would be associated with it. But it also had a like a nice floral note with some creaminess about it. Now, <clears throat> you also on the on the palate you would get like just a hint of of pepper and a little bit of a saltiness as well. Now, when I retroheld the cigar, what I got was um, a little bit more of that nuttiness, the the black pepper, and it was just a little bit of creaminess as well in the retrohale. Now, as the cigar burned down and got to the second, third, um, what I got was a little bit more of the of the cedar note, but that that lemon kind of flavor, that like lemon zest, was kind of faded away. It was almost completely gone. Um, that kind of nutty note developed in what I the best I can describe was more like a walnut flavor. Which was really really nice. Really, I love walnuts, so that was a nice flavor to get, to get on the cigar. Um, it's still a little bit floral. A hint of that saltiness was still there. Um, it got a little sour in, in the middle of the, of the second third, but nothing nothing too off putting. But it was there nonetheless. Um, Raider Hell has pretty much stayed the same. Now, for the first and second third, to me, it was medium, medium plus bodied on the cigar. Nothing close to full. But as the cigar got to the final third, um, I got like just mainly what was, it was mostly a cedar note, a little bit of that walnut note, um, kind of a hint of a cocoa in the back of it as well. Not very strong, just a, just a little bit of like a dusting of cocoa, um, a little bit of graham cracker. And the retrohale was kind of like um, a dry woodiness, kind of like a dry, a drying cedar, if that makes any sense to you. Um, and I did have a little hint of nuttiness on it as well, but nothing like it was in the first, the second, third. Um, to me, it started to get a little bit more, more body in the last third, but... It was still medium, and in the final, I would say it would be medium plus to the lower end of full. To me, it never really got up to a totally full uh, full body. Uh, flavor was still full, though kind of what I do like about it as well was it just had a pretty decent finish on it. So when you get that smoke, the, the flavors linger for, for quite a while, the palate, which is really nice. It's just a, it's a, actually a very smooth smoking cigar. Now, with all those flavors, they were all pretty much well balanced. The only kind of ding was, um, kind of like that sourness in the in the very in, right in the middle. And it was there just for maybe about a half an inch, and it was just kind of in the background, like it was it wasn't strong or nothing, but it was it was enough to make you go, Ew, I don't know, but. After that, it, it went back to like normal, so I don't know what, what that was about. But um, I got that on a, on a, on a I, pro, I spoke probably five or six of these for this review, and I would say half of them had that. The other half didn't seem to have it, or it was so mild I didn't detect it. Just kind of a weird thing. But really, what I, the mostly what I get about the cigar is that cedar note, the walnuts, a little bit of floral note, uh, a little bit of saltiness as well. Um, I just, it's a, it, to me, it was a pretty flavorful cigar. It's a, it's a unique Connecticut shade cigar. 
it's not typical, right? To me, you, you almost have two different types of Connecticut shade. You got one that kind of goes dried and woody, kind of, and I, I don't like those at all. Um, I call those like your grandfather's Connecticut, right? Back in the day, they're super mild. Really, it was just kind of dry, woody notes, and that was kind of it. Um, and what I like about the, kind of like the new age Connecticut's, they're more bold, they got more flavor, and I like when there's a lot of creaminess to them. Instead of just dry woods, you got a nice creaminess. That's what I really like, and I love those cigars. This kind of fits somewhere in between, which to me makes it interesting as well because you, I don't get a whole lot of creaminess on it, right? I, I get a little bit. It's almost like an accent note to everything else. I still get a long, you know, a nice, strong woody note to it. Kind of harkens back to the old way of doing it, right? So this is kind of a hybrid between kind of what I consider the the new way of doing Connecticut shade cigars compared to the old way. So to me, that makes it interesting. So I'm gonna score this a 90 as well, just like I did the original La Madrina. Um, they're both really, really good. This is a, this has got a uniqueness to it that I don't think you can find in any other Connecticut shade cigar. It to me just has a unique flavor profile that has a lot of the, your typical flavors, Connecticut shade, but enough of other notes and how the how they all meld together to make it unique in its own. So definitely check out the La Madrina shade from Dapper Cigars. It's a unique experience and I really enjoyed it. I think you will too. So on that note, I'll see you next time.